0: All right, second try. Instagram was bugging the first time. Um, let's try. Let's try and go live again. We're telling your followers that you've started. Peace, peace, everyone. Can you see me now? Just a thumbs up or something. Um, thumbs up? Thumbs down, can you see me? Can you hear me? IG don't want us to be great. I think so. I think so. All right, everybody can see me, that's good. Uh, I think, can you send, perfect. Can you send the request please? Because um, what we're gonna talk about is going to be really interesting. Um, Open table, ask your, questions there we go like to chew paint comment all right second try yay there i am there i am
1: now i see you
0: um
1: so my first question to everyone is hold on a sec let me lower my seat. <laughs> crown. Oh or yeah. Crown. Now, that's
0: important. That's important. The crown
1: is the real question. Crown or no crown, people.
0: <laughs> I should have. I should have made a, made a poll before the live, asking people if you should wear. Oh, a okay. crown. But I'm pretty we'll, sure that they wanted you to to wear the crown. To be honest,
1: we'll do that for future for future lives. Crown or no crown. <laughs> Yes, Bella says yes. All right. all right, all
0: right. So the crown, the crown is, is staying on on under your if head. Anyone
1: that responds, Bella,
0: crown it is. Crown <laughs> it is. <laughs> all right. Um. So basically, um, to answer your question, how how's life in Germany? Yes. Um, it's, it's, it's okay. I mean, it's still Germany, but it's not bad right now. Um, I mean, I know like, you're getting... Gonna... The, the weather gonna... is nice. The weather is nice. So, um, that's always a good, you know, an indicator of, of, um, understanding how well my mood is or how I feel yeah. because the weather is super important for me and,
1: um, Agreed. Entire. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, Nisha, Nisha's saying you're so beautiful. Thank you, Nisha.
1: Thank you. <laughs> there
0: you go. There you go. I think, I think it's a, it's a 100% Yes, for
1: the crown. To, All to, right. Yeah. I'm so like, Alphine, you're a bit extra. Like, put the take the crown off. But uh, I, I what fun. was your sun sign
0: again? What was your sun sign again? Isn't it isn't it Leo? So you're you're born to be extra. Um Yeah, it is how it is. <laughs> it is how it is.
1: Hi, IJ. I know I can't help it. Um Yeah, the weather is so important. It is a beautiful maybe like eighty seven degrees. I was gonna check what that is in c- Celsius for you, but Let's just say it's warm it's maybe like 20 in the 20s celsius
0: oh there's 30 degrees oh that's really 30 far. okay that's really, that's yeah, really
1: awesome. so this is my this is my weather yeah, all right true. bella leo gang um <laughs> but before i get lost in um saying a whole bunch of nothing <laughs> and time running out <laughs> i uh oh d- am i cutting you off I'm, i have that tendency
0: or you uh, no, not really, not really.
1: Okay, so hi everyone. I um thank you all for inviting me. By the way, I saw your um emra did the poll the other day and was like, who who should I bring on? And I think it was na that said she would like to see me and uh, a couple others. So thank you. It's nice there were to- a couple
0: others. I think you were the most popular one.
1: Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Just I'm just I'm just feeding the Leo in you right now. <laughs>
1: Smart man. Um, so yeah, thank thank you all for that. So I was thinking about um, what we could discuss. You know, I I know we've done a few lives before, and uh, something that I noticed is that I just felt like the I really wanted. I felt like I wasn't giving good good quality info. Now I know I'm being a bit self judgmental, but I felt like I um was feeling like well, if you leave it open, Alfie, sometimes it's just kind of up in the air, and sometimes people tune in. And I feel like they want a bit more of a direction versus just like mm-hmm. what's happening. So I was like, well, if we were to take a little bit of a different approach and plan what we would discuss, what would you want to discuss, Alphine? So I thought, um, I thought of the phrase or the topic of feminine practice as protest mm-hmm. as something that we could dig into, and I came up with wait, wait, t- let
0: me let me write this down. Feminine, feminine yes. protest, no. No, what?
1: practice protest? Practice, ah, practice as protest
0: all right i love that
1: and um it's uh yeah it's it's a it's uh, it's an interesting thing to dig into especially in these times because there's such heat in the air um really? i don't literally, do but just um socially there's so much heat and so much fire and i notice that some people may be feeling pressured to Active. Be active. Get out there and do something, which I totally um, understand and agree with and support. Um, mm. There is that train of thought or that um, path of direction for those that are suited for that, um, because we all have different energies. Some of us are more kind of masculine energy in nature, mm. and we get out there and be on the streets and get in the people's face and interact and and get into that energy. And then there's some of us who like want to retreat and just kind of watch from afar. Um, and there is value in that energy as well um so feminine practices protests I came up with ten tools that men and women can use mm-hmm. to help center the feminine in time of distress um, so yeah, what do you guys think
0: well i'm we I want to know it right uh, now i want I want to know what you, what your ten what your ten points are to see if I'm practicing one or two.
1: I you, I think, I think you are, you'll find that you are, but yes. Okay. So no one's responding. So I'll just get started. <laughs> um, but well, I in the end, in the hard end, hard in
0: it. the end, sorry guys, but it's my life. So I decide what we're going to talk about. So <laughs> you can go on. <laughs> okay.
1: um, so the first thing, and this is one that we are both united on, I think mm. is easy peasy lemon squeezy fruit and plant-based nutrition and hydration. Um, And the reason that I mention that is because this is <laughs> this is a great time that people could really dig into being cleaner, more hydrating foods, especially to support all of the what I what I'm referring to as acidity of the society mm. right now. Mm. Um, the society is blamed, right? People are angry people are on fire <laughs> um people are on fire and cities are on fire and so how do we counter that is with alkalinity is with coolness is with hydration mm. um what does it take to put fire out water um now this isn't to say that we alkalize um in attempt to put out the fire especially social. Like we we still want that heat to be there so that we can make the changes that we need. Mm. But we don't want it to become too over acidic to the point where we destroy everything ourselves and mm. we we destroy ourselves. Um, so I think this is a great time to dig into the ch- thing, dig into your smoothies, dig into your salads, dig into your fruit bowls, dig into that watermelon and really um, make room for alkalinity in our lives what do you think
0: Em? um i fully agree on that in particular being like that being the first point um because like the way that we're supposed like the way that we're um taught to eat represents the way that we live our life the way that the system is built upon so um when you when you speak about an acidic environment or an acidic society We literally speak about too much fire energy, or what you know in in Chinese philosophy, which um, call as yang energy. So, um, that means that we are consuming foods in you know, in that level that are causing lots of acid, lots of heat in our body, and which foods counteract that. And those are fruits, you know, in particular, raw vegetables, raw raw uh raw fruits you know some seeds even so these things they cool you down and that's why hey yo taylor's in here um and those and that's why um fruits and plant-based nutrition is definitely the number one thing that everybody should focus on to tap into their feminine because um i always see that in athletes like in some some uh some you know competitive environments it's actually very beneficial to consume some meat in order to be very very um like
1: aggressive
0: aggressive you know like like a hunter you have to you have to have your eye on your prey and you have to kill your competitor in this in this case the prey and that's why like you have um animal sacrifices in some cultures before wars and stuff right to just make you more you know more and more aggressive before the war and if you're an athlete you're going to war very often so it can be very beneficial for certain athletes to consume meat. Now, if you want the opposite thing, if you want to tap into your feminine, right? We all agree that being competitive, etc., is a very masculine thing. If you want to be very feminine, you gotta eat the opposite, which are fruits, which are vegetables, and which are hydrating, uh, uh, you know, plants.
1: Foods, yeah. So, hundred
0: percent support.
1: All right. Lovely. So, my second on the list, and you're very good at this, Emory, big ups to you always, is community and connection. Um, I feel you. like the feminine thrives off of connectivity with others. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's more than in ourselves and in society that makes us want to be isolate, isolated and independent. We're very big on that in the Western world you know, everyone doing their own thing, everyone like mm. being isolated. A lot of people are suffering, especially in this time of quarantine. I know mm. it's opening up, but that was a big complaint of many people of just being alone. And uh, the fem- that's more of um, a masculine oriented thing, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think the feminine is always like, oh, like, let me go hang out with someone. Let me call whoever, let me connect with people. And uh, so in this time of uproar, upheaval, It's so important. Um, And of course, I know that it cannot be it's not entirely safe for everyone, uh, depending you know COVID and things like that. So these lives, I think are one way to connect. Of course, we got all of the Skype and FaceTimes and all Mm. call a friend, call your mom, call me, call Emry. No, just kidding. (laughs) Um, But just connect, connect, look, look for ways that we can um, cultivate community in in your immediate world.
0: How, how do you like how do you cultivate community obviously you're living um very close with your family yeah. and that's a big big thing i believe yeah. that we're we're lost in because like you see that you know all those uh, single parent uh uh homes yeah. you see you see that in you know the moment that you turn 18 or 21 you leave your house there's no real community no real family and that's right. the sad thing of, of modern day life and yeah. to tap into your community in one way or the other is important
1: yeah you know i think it i think it comes back to a, a cultural thing i think for for yeah. my uh, my mother is kenyan my dad is congolese um and being having that african background i think amplifies that that kind of tribal tribalistic um mm-hmm. life of not wanting to be too far from your tribe. I had the opportunity of course, um, when I graduated high school, get out of the house, go to a different state for university. But I have, um, we have a big age gap in my family, like with my siblings and my, my siblings, I was about to call them my kids. They're like my kids. Um, my little siblings were young. They were like six and three or so at the time. And I didn't wanna leave them hmm. because like if I leave for months at a time, they're gonna have no idea who I am, <laughs> they're gonna look at me come through this door like a stranger. Mm. I didn't want that. And so I chose to stay home and, and went to a local university and was just a commuter student. But that really helped to, you know, just ground my connection with my family. And so here I am on nearing my third decade and I have not left home. <laughs> and um, I know it's so weird for people like, you don't have your own place, like, you should get your own place. And I'm like, the funny thing is, if I were to go live on my own somewhere by myself in this state, which is predominantly white, I will add, I would literally be here every day. So I'm just like, what's the point? <laughs> Let me stay home. They make me laugh they're, like they're some of my favorite people on the planet. So it just mm-hmm. works. Um, and I am re- and I recognize that that's not the case for a lot of people. So I do recognize my own um, fortune in that. But other ways that we can cultivate community Emery. I think you're so good at that I mean you you, your whole thing is fast fam book fam you're big on family and connection Um, and I think that just having the beautiful thing with Instagram and our phones is that Mm -hmm. we have the internet you know Uh, so especially if you got that good wi-fi connection (laughs) if he's still
0: watching i mean it might
1: be there <laughs> if he hasn't been kicked off yet <laughs> um if you got that good wi-fi connection like feel free to join a uh like look into joining a, a group or something um yeah. join emily's group um something that you can all connect over whether it's reading a book whether it's fasting i think this is yeah. a great time to dig into that
0: i agree i fully agree i fully agree because like not only like when you, when you try to reduce why a family is so important, it's, yeah. um, they, they call it support system, right? Yeah. Of course, it's, you know, a family is much bigger than that. But when you try to explain it, I think support system is the one thing that makes it um, makes it m- most logical or yeah. comprehensible. So yeah. um, what a family does literally is to give you comfort in times of turmoil, mm-hmm. right? It's, a, it's your fallback option. And of course you have to care for your family. You don't have to see them as a fallback because you have to invest in order to them being your fallback option, but they're always there for you. And the better you are with your family, the more protection you have and the more support you have for whatever you do. Right. The better your connection with your family, the more support you have without like, you can go out and um, meet a friend who supports you, but your family is there to support you no way, no matter what. So this, um, uh this this urge to move out and be individual and you know etc that's a very yeah very european mindset like like where i come from as well like we are very family driven everything Mm -hmm. happens in the family like you go you have a problem depression right you have you have a problem there's nothing like depression you have a problem all the time yes
1: right yes
0: so um you yeah. just you just you just communicate within your family yeah. and that communication gives you a like a sense of mental stability yes. sanity and oh, oh, relatability because in your family you're going through similar experiences because mm-hmm. of your because of your skin color your ethnicity um, you know the way your family is perceived in society especially if you're living in the west so that actually drives you closer together so True. um yeah, community, place number two is well-deserved.
1: Yes. Um, something I wanted to add as well is that a lot of the Western um, uh, psychosis, I'll call it, I feel that it's rooted in this isolation and this end- independent lifestyle promotion. Um, because, for example, like how you were mentioning talking to your elders. Um, so when I went back to Kenya, like, you have a community, and you have all ages, you have old people, you have people that are about to die, you got the newborns, you got the kids, you got the teens, you got the middle aged people. And so you're always exposed to the full spectrum. Mm -hmm. of life, And you're always exposed to all the different representations and variations of life. So there isn't there aren't thoughts of like, this whole, like the concepts of aging, or the concepts of, um, you know just these different concepts that in the west we run from like getting older or menopause or these types of things like they're not a scary thing when you when you're in those kind of communities because you see it as a more natural part of life you're exposed yeah. to it every day or even things like death where there isn't this gripping fear of it because you recognize that it's a natural part of life because you're more attuned to just the whole the full cycle, whereas here we take our seniors, we want to put them away, take the kids, put them in daycare, all right. take all the middle age kids, put them in our middle age, teenage, young adolescent, put them in university. So everyone is separated, yeah. and then we, see when we when we walk in society and they can advertise like, hey y'all, uh, you got a wrinkle, something's wrong with you. You're like, oh my god, maybe something is. I do need cream because you've never seen aged people, and so you, yeah. we're, we're so disconnected from the very natural process of life. So,
0: <laughs> true, true, true.
1: <sighs> true. friends friends? Um, all right, number three, and uh, yeah, this is in no particular order, by the way. Um, my third one was proper and adequate rest. Go to sleep. <laughs> Go to sleep. I love.
0: I love. I love that you. Uh, separate proper and uh uh adequate because yes. there's dif- there's a difference in both could you could you could you explain what you mean by that
1: yes, proper and adequate rest so when I say proper rest um what I'm digging into is um, <laughs> you're putting me on the spot not really I'm just thinking off my off the top of my head here when I say proper what I mean is your room is dark, mm.
0: uh,
1: there are no distractions, you don't have your phone with you, you're not, your brain isn't spinning, you are truly at rest. Mm-hmm. People, especially in the Western world, do not know how to rest, we don't. We think going to sleep or resting is taking the iPad or the iPhone or taking something and scrolling and then it falls off your hands and yet you're resting. No, you're not. No, you're not.
0: No, nah, that doesn't work like that.
1: <laughs> proper rest. When I say proper rest, I mean a time for yourself. And let me uh, clarify that you, it doesn't have to mean sleeping. It doesn't have to mean sleeping. Um, but there, it's a time for yourself where you are r- being restored. It's a time for yourself where when you come out of it, you are replenished. You're mm. restored. So I'm not gonna get into details of what that looks like for everyone because it might be a little different. Um, For me, what does proper rest look like? Um, I've emptied my brain somehow. So oftentimes like after I've written some, after I've done some journaling, um, after I have taken like probably an herbal tincture to help me um, just calm, like all the uh, kind of calming sedative herbs. Cause I can be a little <laughs> um, so after I've taken my herbs after I've taken perhaps um, either some like some tea perhaps um, I'm and these days as some of you may know I'm a floor sleeper so proper rest for me is having is also, also includes having a pillow underneath my knee area so that my spine is in a more kind of flattened position
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: because some of us sleep with like we just sleep improperly, and that's why we wake up and we got all these like aches and uh, mm-hmm. we're not sleeping properly. Um, so and so that's the proper side, and then adequate is just resting enough. You know, I, I think I think most people are sleep deprived, or what I'll say is rest deprived. Um, not only do we not sleep well, but then we don't get enough. So people are sleeping four four hours, five hours, six hours, when really. Some some might need, might need longer. I do want to mention that when you adjust your diet, your nutritional practice to one that is more suitable and complementary to the human vessel, you don't need as much sleep because your foods are supporting your regeneration. Um, so you don't have to be knocked out for 10 hours a day. <laughs> um, but the more junkier that your foods are, the more that your body will tend to want to be at rest so that it can repair Restore, get the weight to the right spaces, etc. What could you add?
0: Um, I'm not gonna add anything because you just mentioned all the things. I'm just gonna add my experience with 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 sleep. Mm -hmm. That is uh, with with rest. Um, is like for me, resting is when I'm off. You know, because I'm Mm -hmm. consuming so much information throughout the day. Yeah. You know, reading, uh, answering on social media, etc., etc. I really don 't want to you know consume anything when i 'm resting, so I love to nap that 's my thing
1: yes yeah, like
0: just nap, just forget everything and that 's the time where I have you know a very very creative state where I can process everything it 's almost as if i 'm entering a dream i 'm a very vivid dreamer i 'm almost as if i 'm entering the dream before that you know a lot of weird things happen, and afterwards. <laughs> It's just gone. It's like journaling for me.
1: Yeah. So,
0: yeah, um, yeah that's definitely important. And um, I have to, I have to, I have to admit, my yeah. sleeping schedule <laughs> it has been very wild the past few months. Yeah. But I compensate with napping. But that's only because I can right now. Yes. But if I would work, yes. I would be, I would be sleep, de- uh, sleep deprived, or rest-deprived okay. as well. So that's that's definitely definitely something that you can fall into very easily because of the the way that our society is built up on you know yeah. consumption 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 and yeah. always hustling. Like I used to, I used to think that sleeping is a waste of time, right?
1: <laughs> you were team no sleep, weren't you? I'm
0: I, I'm literally I'm literally a per. Actually, my my sleep patterns are really interesting because in winter time I sleep quite long, mm-hmm. so like. Let's say eight hours, but in summertime, when I'm really in nature, I might sleep four to five hours. Ooh. Right? And I'm full, fully energized.
1: Isn't that so, interesting? So,
0: um, that is like, I'm very sensitive. I feel very sensitive to all the, all of what's going on in my environment. That's, that's the fact. And I adjust to my environment. That's why I do. So,
1: um, that's yeah. That's the beauty of being a cancer male.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> when you're, when you're true.
1: a male ruled by the moon, you're a bit more erratic than the, than the usual male, <laughs> um, and I say this with with complete one hundred percent love and admiration. My dad has three planets in in the sign of Cancer, and he he like I learn all of my feminine practice from him. <laughs> he he is so tuned in and so affected by weather, so affected by moods, so affected by the external things. Um, it's just amazing to watch, but I learn it all from him. My mom, on the other hand, is hype. She's very rooted in her masculine. Mm-hmm. She's the one that can go to work. She's putting in overtime. She'll come home. She'll cook. She'll clean. She'll serve everyone. She'll be on her phone scrolling like she doesn't stop. My dad comes home. Um, he passes out for one so <laughs> I it's too much. So I hear you when I hear you when you say that. Uh, I feel like cancer men are so. Um, flowy like that and it's it's yeah
0: that's true that's true that's true that's true i believe like having that strong water sign or that Mm -hmm. strong water connection with Mm -hmm. having a male body is quite Mm -hmm. a good thing because it balances out like you can tap into both if you're you know trained into it that's why like the lunar the lunar uh faces are so important for me right that's just an observation which my male mind did that whenever there's new moon i feel a certain way whenever there's a full moon i feel another way right so when there's a new moon i feel very rational i feel very like almost dry Mm -hmm. right so there's no that there is emotion but there's no too much emotion in full moon everything is vivid like my my intuition is vivid my dreams are more vivid my connection is more vivid so i go through these phases literally because i was able to observe that and making that you know, uh, discovery on my own. Um, well, for me, obviously for me it's a discovery because I've never, like, I, haven't, I haven't been taught that. But yeah. um, this observation was key for me to, to learn how to deal with faces in life that not everything can be well all the time or bad all the time. Exactly. It goes up, it goes down and you have to adjust to the environment and make the best out of it. And that's, sure. uh, and that's how I started this page. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's- so what's, what's the fourth point?
1: The fourth point, um, which you're also very good at, I'm just gonna. Today okay, is true, okay. Okay.
0: Go day. I like. I like all the things. <laughs> I like all the things where I'm good at. Oh, to be honest, you can go on. You can go on.
1: Um, the fourth one is listening. Okay. listening, being quiet and listening. Now, this can mean listening to yourself, or as well listening to someone else, or if you want to take it on a broader scale, um, listening to society. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't mean listening to like media and, and all of the noisemakers mm-hmm. but listening um, reading between the lines so listening in in the spaces mm-hmm. um, I hear what you're saying but what are you also what are they also not saying what is not being said right mm-hmm. now um, listen for the for the pause uh, i feel like there's there's a line there's a quote from the music world that says music is made in the spaces or in the silence something like that um i i, I remember watching a live with you recently and you tried to bring up a, qu- a quote and you did what i do <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> yeah like, yeah that was uh, uh it was with dr. Z. Like... that was with dr z oh man i was trying to say when the teacher is ready yo i messed up again when the student is ready the teacher will appear <laughs> And that's something and, that no, I quoted so, so often, right? And then, uh, you know, uh, happens on the left anyway. So mean. Oh
1: my god! I'm like, all right. There's this amazing quote. It's like, when the sky. And I wrote by it. The way, for by the way, by the way, speaking okay. of music,
0: speaking of music, have you seen all the tweets on Twitter, um, Beethoven. regards Beethoven? Oh, yo, oh, I, I, I was did, like, I uh yo. I
1: was. I was <laughs> I was living we weren't dying i was nah, living yeah that's and true those were hilarious that's those true. are hilarious um my dad he raised me on classical a lot too uh which is beautiful you know just just a kind of random note but it wouldn't surprise me that you know there's a lot of uh information that is not known or or, or widely discussed about the more moorish influence in europe mm. back in those like three digit times the 700s 800s 900s so I'm really excited. I I hope that um, little little things like that, whether it's true or false, um, I I hope that it sparks people digging into the truth about things. You know, so true, true, true. I'm true. But those memes are hilarious. If oh, you the guys best one. The, the, best you one down, was, down. the best one was
0: the best one was that that brother was was deaf and created something with rhythm. He must have been black,
1: <laughs> he must, right? He must have been. I was
0: like I was like what, like. Yeah. <laughs> Done. I was rolling. I was literally rolling. And all the yeah. videos people dancing and you
1: know, ah oh, man. So funny. So funny. So yes. So, anyway. yeah, so
0: listening
1: um, <laughs> listening, And hey, while you're at it, uh, listen to some Beethoven perhaps. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know what? You know what? I, I recently asked um last thing on that. Um I, I recently asked Axel on uh, black classical uh, 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 composers composers, yeah and he was like uh, you know his favorite is uh, Saint George no what is it what was his name wait wait I don't want to mess this up (laughs) Um, it has like the most like the most gangster name Joseph Ballone Le Chevalier de Saint George like Exactly, that's what I thought. I was listening to that. That sounds all like the a composer. Time.
1: You have to be a composer with that kind of name. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, um, you know, I found like, uh, what's, what's his name? William Grand, uh, Florence Price. I don't know. I, I was never like, although I was very conscious about the, the music that was consuming, I never thought of black composers. And I, I wasn't in music school, so I was never exposed to that. So there was a gap in my brain.
1: Mm -hmm. or in
0: my mind which I need to feel and then this whole Beethoven thing blew up yesterday so yeah but um but to the to the listening I believe that listening is one of the most uh neglected skills for not only men but in general right so um I was like that's actually very funny because I started this journey of listening better not only because I was drawn to it like I was always quite a good listener but then I was very interested into closing deals, into mm-hmm. uh, negotiations and stuff when I was like 16, 17. And I started reading all these, um, you know, body language books, et cetera, et cetera. And everything which was very native to me had now a system. So I matched intuition, so yeah. I, which I would call knowledge, uh, wisdom, with yeah. the information and knowledge. And I became really good at it. So now I can say that I'm a really good listener because of that. And listening is super important it's like um how do you say that <laughs>
1: um you i'm trying. Just... i'm
0: trying to come up with a with a fair comparison but uh yeah. i don't find one
1: yeah it's okay i get you i f- i feel you <laughs> okay. okay yeah listening is so key and um just as a especially in relation to you know there's there's so much there's so much information on instagram now of like the holistic psychologist and Narcissism and relationships, and how yeah. do we have th- that kind of thing? And I really feel that one of the major components you know, people are always like, What's the key to a good relationship? People always say communication, hmm. um, which, yes, is correct. But what is break that down? What's a large part of communication, or what should be a large part of communication? Yeah.
0: So, no, you should have done that. You should have done that listening. <laughs>
1: um so yeah learn to listen my friends
0: true 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 there is a reason why we have two ears and one mouth
1: exactly 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 um so moving on uh my fifth one was is creating um i feel like the feminine thrives Feminine in us all, I just want to clarify again, I did I should have said this earlier, but when I say the feminine, I'm not just referring to women, I'm not just referring to girly men, um, Mm. but I'm referring to that polarity within us all that is the more receptive, is the more yin side of who we are, is the more is the side that is more connected to the internal within Mm. us, whereas the masculine is more of that external side, the projection, the assertive, the um, action-oriented side of us all. Um, just to clarify, so um, I feel like the feminine thrives in instances where we can create something new. Um, I feel like when I think of women or the feminine, um, I think of the mother with her growing belly. She's she's creating something. Mm. Um, it's, and, you know, I want to clarify that because it's not even that she's creating something literally, but she's allowing space for something to be created. <laughs> Bars! Bars
0: <laughs> Now that's a big gem. That's a big gem. Wait,
1: that's a to, big gem. I need to get my fires my fire icon and put that in come on, come on guys. <laughs> but um she's she's creating space for something to be She's allowing space, She she's, mm-hmm. she's allowing space for something to be created. Um, and so in the midst of all of this, there is a lot of destruction happening. Good destruction, I will say. Um, there is a lot of call for defunding.
0: Mm-hmm. There's a
1: lot of call for um, elimination of a lot of things, which I think is great, beautiful, and very much needed. A deeper question that we can ask in the same breath is, what are we allowing space for to be created in this time um so when we call for the defunding of what i'm going to call toxic masculinity mm-hmm. um what are we calling for the creation of
0: that's very that's a very important aspect mm. that you're just uh, mentioning yeah. because like uh, especially with all the protests and stuff like marching and stuff is nice but why are you building Mm-hmm. right and for everybody who's listened to the talk with ephraim uh you remember that he's building and that's actually a very feminine thing to do um because he's allowing or he's he's um trying everything he can do to to offer an environment of growth
1: mm-hmm.
0: and as you said creation is the most feminine thing consumption mm-hmm. is a very masculine thing
1: Ooh. right i never thought of it that way but yeah i, I, I could see that
0: I mean, it, it is, it is, I, think, I think it is that way um, because like, when are you creative? Mm-hmm. When you tap into your intuition, when you're free, mm-hmm. right? And you when you act out quiet. of rules. Exactly, 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 when you're quiet. And um, those are like little factors which allow you to tap into your creative self and who mm-hmm. creates who creates, as you said, is women, right? Women create life we as men we do the, like not the opposite but um, you know we we consume things we, we offer we, we offer things too but we don't create the way that women create mm-hmm. so creating stuff is super important especially for for men and uh, especially if you're working a lot like if you're working you should um you should have the balance of creating something like have a mm-hmm. hobby or something you yeah. know
1: that to um, happens with that creative side
0: <laughs> Exactly, exactly.
1: You know, something I wanted to um, ask you and also the audience is, uh, what do we think is the, um, is the other polarity to creation? So an idea that I have is, you know, if the feminine creates, could we say that the masculine constructs? You know, because like, so for example, um, the creativity, for example, mm-hmm maybe coming up with a blueprint let's say you're building a, a, a building um maybe the creative side is oh wow i i got an idea here's here's like a sketch like a rough sketch of the idea that i got and then the masculine says okay um i know where to go i know how like i uh, let me just uh delineate what the interest and the feed and the 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 more logical side and let me go build it so could we say that the marriage partner of creation i'm not saying creativity necessarily but creation meaning the reception the receiving of that brand new idea is the masculine partner is construction or do you really feel like it's creation and then um consumption
0: i think i I think so, but the way that you you explained that um I could also say that um the masculine way would be or the masculine counterpart would be maintenance
1: hmm interesting, okay,
0: you know, um because you have to like once you have a creation, you want that creation to last long, I think that's a very masculine approach to life, so um or masculine a masculine thought mm-hmm. so um Building, and, and, and and i mean i mean ultimately it makes sense because what is masculine is very rational yeah. right and what are systems what are maintenance they depend on you know systems organization that kind of stuff i'm mm-hmm. not saying that you know men are better organizers but this the system thinking this rational thinking is much more of a male approach than the feminine intuition for example mm-hmm. right so um i see both to be honest but mm-hmm um to have like yeah have, think,
1: we can actually, leave it both, up in there
0: is possible yeah yeah, should, yeah. um th- that's a very good interesting uh you know topic we can we can discuss but i don't i i really have to think about it first
1: yeah yeah
0: you blindsided.
1: blindsided. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know i also think like just in in terms of childbirth for example so the feminine the woman has uh created it's not that she's you know but she's allowed the space for the creation of this new being that will then be birthed and so then my the question is then okay so what's the male role i feel like he or the masculine role isn't you know i feel like the masculine is the one that then constructs the being and 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 fills it with all right this is how you're going to be in this world i'm going to this is how you're going to be in this world um these are the thoughts you should think these are this is how you should walk so you know that more constructive element
0: um hmm. you know hmm. maybe 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 maybe, maybe if, we, if we go if we go into into nature and observe what nature does so you know we're speaking of planting a seed and the seed is masculine right yeah. so we put it in an environment where we allow it to grow so i believe the nourishing part so the, the like of, of course it's like a dual uh, thing um read my comments like six comments above Wait, Dr. Z, what you're saying? Masculine is the framework. Feminine is what fills and reflects.
1: Yeah, I yeah. agree. I'm asking more in the context of... um. So my particular question, Dr. Z, was uh, what could we say? What could we suggest is the um, marriage partner, mm-hmm. mar- polar- polarity partner, let's say, of creation? So, because I was so... <laughs> to, to give you a little intro, so today I'm doing um, 10 tools that the feminine... Um, Um, let me let me start that over the topic maybe you should put this in your topic (laughs) Um, no it's a feminine practices protest and so I'm giving 10 tools that men and women can use to center the feminine in time of distress and so my fifth on the list I think fifth or sixth was creation or creating and um, so we had a a little talk about creation creating and um, I was saying how Guys, what was the fire quote that I said? <laughs> um, I said that um, the feminine allows space for something new to be created, something like that. And um, so my question was, okay, if the feminine is the creation, is the house of creation, let's say. Um, and the image imagery that I pulled in was that of a woman um, with her growing belly as she's, um, you know, housing, a, have, holding a space for new life to be, um, nurtured and grown and eventually birthed mm-hmm. what could we say that the polarity partner to that is and my suggestion uh was construction so that so once the feminine has created in the form of either get, um housing space for that new idea or giving birth to the new idea um then it's the masculine that says okay so how about we um you know how about we i don't know what's a good example like So the the idea that I that I brought in was that of a building a new building. Um, Could we say that the feminine is the one that's like, oh, I got this new idea. It's this building. It's shaped like this. It's going to be in this kind of area on the land. It's going to have these kind of trees. And then could we say that the masculine is like, okay, um, like what you're saying, feminine. Um, So here's here's what I'm going to do. We need to. be more specific, we need to get the details. How many feet do you want it? Um, How high do you want it? Do you want it in the north? Do you want it in the east? Uh, Where are we gonna get that wood? And so he's applying, or the masculine is introducing the more constructive element, meaning how do I give you the form to make that ethereal inspiration come to life Um, or come to tangibility, (laughs) make it tangible. So those are just some speculations. There is no right or wrong answer. It's just, um, it's just thinking and sharing.
0: All right, before we get lost into that lost, exactly. argument. Yeah, yeah, we should um, like that's That's a very interesting, interesting. Uh, yeah, I definitely, I definitely need to think about it before it's,
1: like, okay. um, it doesn't really- Like Dr. Z direction, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Practical advocate, yes. Okay, so I'm- Six I, point. I Yeah, easily get lost. So the next one was nature, getting into nature, and I recognize that not everyone has that ability. The Um, nature
0: is the master creator, or nature master creator,
1: master feminine, in my opinion as well. Um, There is a reason I think we call it Mother Earth. Um, There is, there is something so um, healing. I find. Let me know if anyone else agrees or disagrees. There's something so healing about being in nature. Um, I'm so fortunate to live in a state in the U.S. that is highly natural. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. the, the over 70% of the state is forested. We have, I, I would say that we have the most trees, you know, that make up our state mass. Um, mm-hmm. And um, so I get benefit lovely oxygen and just natural um, air environment because there isn't so much concrete mm, stuff. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I just feel like our protest was a lot different if it was being held in like mountains and hills, you know, <clears throat> not to um, diminish the, the importance of, of all that is happening, but there's something so obviously grounding and replenishing about being in nature. And I feel like in these times, with all of the acidity again, with all of the heat that's in the air, with all of the rationality and the mental activity. I think that it's important to balance that out with exposure to natural environments. Um, and if you cannot go into nature, perhaps you can bring nature to you in the form of house plants, um, in the form of um, a water fountain. Thing, um, well,
0: wallpaper.
1: Wallpaper, you can visit Embrace Jungle Miniversity. <laughs>
0: I actually, I actually uh, um, need to reorder my bookshelf because it was just, you know, bloating and was too- <laughs> You got bloat so, bloated
1: bookshelf. <laughs> yeah,
0: like, look, it's it's emptier now, uh, uh, so I'm a little more organized. Anyway. Yes.
1: Yeah. Tough work starting a university.
0: <laughs> Me- by the way, by the way, um, you, you, um, you making that comment is actually quite ironic because I'm currently working on a class which I'm trying to, um put together you know and you know i did the uh the the passing presentations that's something that i want to put in one class and offer that and um i also do it like a philosophy class where i discuss all you know nutrients and stuff um so everybody who's interested into learning more wait for the future i'm going to publish it in the next one or two weeks so uh you're equipped with the knowledge anyhow
1: this is your path, Emery. I mean, you have all of that uh Jupiter, Sagittarian energy. Sag Sag is a sign of the teacher, the the wisdom seeker, and also the the one who disseminates the wisdom. So mm-hmm. this is totally your path. Having a school, you know, and with online, like anyone can be anything. So big ups sure. to that's true. Emery. I
0: appreciate <laughs> I appreciate you. Um that's actually that's actually one of the things that I really can do. Like I understand things very quickly although i'm not really good in details and stuff but i understand the broad concept very easily and i can you know usually i find good examples um which relate to the problem or which relate to the the topic uh we were discussing so um yeah basically that's like the book club the story of haru book club is literally the first step and uh but anyway i wanted to comment on the nature um, yeah. being in nature like Modern men and with modern men, I mean the modern European system of society Mm. that which is oppressed on on many as an issue. Why? Because we're neglecting the divine feminine. Instead of building with the woman, which is Mother Nature, we're trying to build an alternate society in a system which works very close to nature but it really doesn't. Right. right? So instead of instead of pushing an alternate reality, so an you know, our system, we should focus on building with nature, right? right. Instead of building dams, we should find other ways to
1: use it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So
0: um, that's very important. And that's why, like, nature is, nature is always listening, isn't it? Oh. Like, whatever you do, no matter what you have on your mind, nature is always listening, always providing, always nourishing.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, so yeah. being in nature truly yeah. helps. There was this great
1: talk. Documentary on YouTube that my dad was watching. And of course, I forget the title, but I think it starts with an A, Azuma or something like that. But anyways, it follows the, this group of people from a place in a South Central American country, Central or South American country and um, the a Western a corporation was in their town and wanted to build these new things and this tribe was like you guys cannot build this is a sacred space we have important um what they were trying to say i think is imp- an important fault line that runs through this area and when you build on it this will cause utter destruction in this area nobody listened to them so whatever corporation went, went ahead and built whatever thing it was and i think it included like dams and um, like a power plant and there were after that like mudslides happened and flooding and all of these things and uh this group of people um a beautiful culture but this group of people then w- did this documentary where they now held a string and they followed it all the way they literally put a line a, a bunch of yarn um they had they went to Europe got this like however many mi- like thousands of miles of yarn to Deliminate and delineate demonstrate where this was, and I didn't finish it, but it was a very beautiful thing Um, so the again going back to the indigenous cultures and how they have a wisdom that modern man does not. And so it's important again to get back to the listening piece to listen to the To the elders and not and not just the elders, but also the indigenous because they Mm -hmm. know earth better than many of us. Um, And uh, so yeah, my little two cents on that. Uh, So the next on the list, which uh, we're exercising beautifully, I would say, is talking.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: I think that, uh, you know, going back to the listening part and how people often talk about, well, what's the secret to your great relationship? And people are always saying communication. If we break that down even further, of course, like I said, listening should be one major element, but also talking. And I kind of, I wish there was, maybe you can help me think of a different term than just talking, because I feel like it's not talking that I'm trying to say but um, maybe communication is the word that I'm looking for saying something that is actually nutritive to you not just talking blah, 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 You know, yuck, okay, yeah. <laughs> like I can just talk but I'm not trying to say talk but um, communicating I don't know do you, do you do you get what I'm saying like there, I feel like there must be a better word than I I'm hear
0: saying. you I hear you like there's um I would say that you know talking is very shallow if it's not rooted in yeah. your intention so yes. um, choose your words wisely, try to express your true emotions and speak real, right? right? Don't try to cover things up. And I think that's what you mean with uh, communication, yes. right? Because ultimately um, I think like talking, right? Or speaking and, Michael, uh, and, and listening together make up communication. Yes. Right? Whereas listening yeah. makes right. up the most part, right? Yeah. So, um, But when it comes to talking, I think we all have this social pressure of trying to fit in a box. We mm-hmm. try to stay in a box and are afraid to go outside the box. So we are mm-hmm. uncomfortable, which is, for example, for men, um, you know, talking about feelings, you know, etc., mm-hmm. etc. et cetera. So um, just, just be real, be authentic mm-hmm. because ultimately, and that's something that I really believe in is that the moment you're fully authentic is the, is the moment when you are free. Right, yes. because you don't have any pressure to withhold anything which is within you. You can live freely, yeah. right? And um, that part of speaking and communication is extremely important, and that's something I work on every single day. Because you know, I've been taught to be uh, not very emotional, you know, to be very uh, cold and stuff, and I was, you know, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, just just focus on that part. Focus on the listening, which is more important than the speaking. But whenever you have something to say, keep it real. Don't withhold your information.
1: Mm-hmm. I do like what Ben said mindful speech. I, I do like that. I could True. use that as a replacement for talking because talking is doesn't quite say what I'm trying to say. So I'm going to edit that on my iPad, right? Mindful speech. I like that. Um, I think we're, oh no, we're not at my final. We're at my number nine. Yes, I think number it's nine. is it eight. eight. Okay.
0: So we have fruits, we have fruit and plant-based nutrition, community, yeah. proper and adequate rest, listening, yeah. creating nature, mindful speech, and now we are at eight.
1: Okay. Yes. Um number eight. You know what's throwing me off is I listed it alphabetically. <laughs> so I'm like, um, what's G? <laughs> what's G? <laughs> um so my other one is um, movement. Mm. Okay, and... that's that's interesting. That's interesting. Yes. So the western culture damn hating all western culture no i'm not hating all western culture but um we are we are too we're too tuned into it there isn't balance so i always i'm always bagging on the western culture but hey there's good things about it too Mm -hmm. um but um the way that the western uh consciousness has formulated most of society is (sighs) the way that it feels energetically is that which is a stern stance I think of like the the military positioning where it's like stand on <laughs> um and there's this uh tension that we carry in our body as we try to cope with the uh, model of life that has been created in today's world um, it doesn't allow much room for fluidity especially in the body mm. uh, I feel like humans more than ever are stiff or tense are um Um, physically stoic, you know, Mm -hmm. we're not fluid, we're not physically, like we're not physically empathic. Um, And so movement is, I think, so important and uh, so vital in these times um, to help us connect as well into Mm -hmm. that feminine side of ourself that is not uh, restricted by rule and structure, but more so Mm -hmm. flow yeah when i say movements i don't necessarily mean dance it can certainly um look like that but just means whether it's something like yoga whether it's something like um kind of unstructured stretching Mm. um whether it is just walking um and i don't mean like walking like you're uh in the military but just just walking generally Mm. (laughs) peacefully walking (laughs) um and the reason I say that is, is walking, walking with walking from peace, um, not walking from anger, not walking from those more heavier, denser emotions, but just walking from peace walking from mm-hmm. peace. that can be an, a form of movement. Um, and there's many other forms of movement that I will get into, but movement, you know, just move. Um,
0: That's true. Even,
1: Yeah. It can look like anything. I mean, think of a, you know, think of a cat. They just, they just move, you know. Mm-hmm. So don't hesitate to move. Walking meditation. Yes, Ben. What do you think let's, about movement? How do you move, them?
0: Um, So. Um, if you do it all. Well, I think it's interesting that you brought movement because movement is usually something which is um, very masculine, isn't it? Like, even when we speak about. You think so? Yeah, I definitely think so. Because, um, you know, when you do hatha yoga, for example, or you go work out, what do you do? You inflame your body. You heat up your body. Again, very acidic. So it's a very masculine approach to activate your body. However, however, that's something that I will say, is that if you find the balance between a flow, so rhythmic, um, let's say rhythmic dance with your movement and the resonance which is around you. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's peaceful movement that you mean. Because, like, yeah. for example, depression. Um, I believe the reason why more women are uh, affected by depression is because mm-hmm. it's a a a, 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 a yin uh, surplus or yang deficiency, right? Mm-hmm. Because women are all the, already the cooling part, the slowing part of nature. Mm-hmm. And then, if you're al- if you're adding more slowness to it and don't move enough, what happens? If you fall into depression. That's why I think. So movement is actually a very masculine approach. However, exactly. it can help to tap into your feminine if you're yeah. too feminine. So if you're coming out of a depression, that rebalances you. So you're more masculine with movement. And then you're more feminine because you're able to tune in.
1: That's interesting. You know, I perceive the, the masculine as stillness. And as the part within us that wants it's to... No
0: stillness. It's not stillness. May I interrupt? It's not stillness. It's more stiffness. That's masculine. Right. So, um, like a feminine approach to that would be flow, like men are the, um, I don't know. Like, I believe that being masculine is very, uh, you you know, you have, you're, um, able to break your, you have certain uh, ideas that you want to maintain and all of that. And that's why men break, but the feminine energy would be more of a softer approach, you know, like, like flowing Mm, like flowing water Mm -hmm. and um therefore i would say that if you want to move you got to find the balance between both so you got to be strong and you got to be flexible
1: yes my new term is supple
0: (laughs) nice nice by the way we have like we have like uh, 40 seconds left
1: 10 seconds Um, right Ugh. Wait, wait, wait. You
0: I know what do? I do? I go back live. I go back live. Yeah, okay. we do. We finish this and then okay. we ha- answer some questions and then
1: we Okay. Do. I, I like it. that. Perfect. I like that. See you in a bit.
0: There we go. A right. little break. Till so i back in the life.
1: All right. Back
0: at it again.
1: Back at it for part two.
0: Exactly, Round exactly. Two. I wish I wish I know how some people on Instagram can go on live for more than 60 minutes. I really would know. I you really would know,
1: know. It happens to you sometimes, though, doesn't it? Like it no. lets you go on? No?
0: No. no. It right. just happened once with Taylor. Yeah, yeah but I don't know how we did that.
1: A part of me wonders um, if it's one of those things that come with like the size of your account, like if you have over X amount of followers if they let you go longer.
0: Maybe, maybe, but I've seen other other people with a larger following who can't, like who stop at 60 minutes, so.
1: Maybe it's just the, one of those internal glitches. I don't know, there I are honestly, I have no idea. I once, saw, I once
0: saw a live for 220 minutes. Somebody uh, yeah. was
1: sleeping over at Facebook, somebody was on their nap <laughs> taking a long nap <laughs> um yes yeah, so, so to get back to your movement thing, you know I'm yeah. going to um i'm gonna sit with that one because I really feel, but I think we I think we are saying the same thing you, you said that masculine is more stiffness um or or here's what i'll say to use my language that i'm in a post that I just had is I see masculine as. Strong in strength, and mm. I in as the suppleness meaning so strength to me is more of that sturdy structure where I supple is more of that bending but not breaking kind of thing you know it's it's the ability to move and sway but not be broken, you know, whereas I feel like the masculine is tends to pursue that more steady, directed
0: unwavering
1: kind of uh structure um yeah so maybe we could say that there is movement in both polarities but the movement of the feminine is more flowing and, and wavy whereas the movement of the masculine is more steady and directed perhaps i
0: agree, I agree.
1: yeah okay great words that i like to hear <laughs> i agree <laughs> um what is my other one? Mindful speech. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. So I had this last one that I actually wanted to change. That's why I like I was avoiding it. Um, <laughs> I wanted to change it, and then I wanted to introduce introduce another one, which I think I'll do that because I'm not really flowing with it. But I'll just say because I'm sure there are curious minds. The word the word that I had was transformation. Um.
0: Let's put but, in brackets.
1: Let's put it in pra- Oh, you see, looking at the definition?
0: No, no, no. Uh, wait, um, I'm taking notes. So oh. I remember
1: <laughs> yes. transformation. So yeah, my my last one was transformation. And when I initially wrote it, what I was thinking of was, um, you know, the feminine, I feel, understands the value of change, of transformation, of mm-hmm. um Mutation, in, in other words. So again, I'll, I'll use the pregnant m- mother again, who recognizes that who goes through many different stages in her life. Um, I'll get into that. But, but even to tie it to the moon, the moon is representative of is all about the different phases. Um, mm-hmm. so to go back to the mother, you know, there's that time where we are the little girl, then there is a time of puberty where we are now fertile. Um, and then there is a time of Uh, perhaps pregnancy or conception, where now you're giving birth to life, then she becomes a mother. And then she reaches um, the menopause, where now that fertility window is closed. And then there is that, I guess, final chapter, we can say, Um, I need to find a sexy term for it. Uh, But you know, just that final chapter. So she's throughout her life, throughout the cycle of feminine, um, or we could even just say like the the waxing and waning Mm. phases. The feminine understands transformation, and therefore it understands um, the the need to release. Sometimes need to release, and then the need to rebuild. Um, and I think that in this time that we're in, a lot of the pushback that we are hearing or feeling, I feel, is the the toxic masculine that's like, "No, we like it how it's been. We never want to change. We like it exactly how it was. No change, no transformation. We are simply to build upon it." And in fact, go back to the past to make this place great, you know, (laughs) make this place great Mm. again, that kind of ideology, whereas the feminine is like, we need to evolve. We have to change. We got to grow. We can reimagine a more beautiful, more nourishing society where everyone can thrive, not just the few of you. Mm. Uh, So my wording, that's where I, I incorporated transformation. Um it's funny cuz now that I'm talking about it I'm like well it does fit alfie. <laughs> it it
0: does. It does. It does because it brings down all the things that we mentioned before I think. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. so we're you know you have this creational part which is very feminine which we discussed before. Then um like Wait, I think I think I found another thing. Oh. Another point which is brave bravery or boldness that's also very feminine right although we we have like many um masculine associations with this word
1: hey here's a word what do you think what do you think of the word fierceness? what's that fierce f-i-e-r-c-e ferocity
0: you know i i come come from a background where english is my third language so i'm not sure what that word means
1: i understand Um, so fierce okay. is like, it's, it's basically the same thing that you're saying is boldness. It's, um, to me, it's presence. It's mm, okay, not necessarily in your face, but it can be in your face, but there is fierceness. There is intention behind the word fierce. And so the, a woman that it's in fact, in, in U S culture, a woman popularized that term. I think of Tyra Banks, when I think of the term fierce, like, oh, she's fierce. Um, mm-hmm. and I also like it because it kind of rhymes with you know from the alliteration of fierce feminine and, and I also think of feline which to me feel felines are very feminine in essence um, mm-hmm. but there is a fierceness to to the feline family um you don't want to mess with big cats right <laughs> you don't want to mess with them um they're fierce um but they're to me they're like supremely feminine even male male felines um so I do I, I do um vibe with that, yeah, fierce for all. I, versus like uh courage or bravery, I think those can be a bit more on the masculine side. I think of like I think of those terms being used when we talk about going into war or having mm-hmm. to confront your enemy. but fierceness is just bringing a an unapologetic presence to whatever you do. Yeah, almost fearless. Yeah, but uh, but you know it's interesting. Ab- abia, 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 Bioyoyoy. boy, <laughs> What kind of street is that? Wait,
0: wait. Ab- abia, bia, boy,
1: boy, oy, boy. Yoy, boy.
0: Yoy. Yeah, this this oh. hell of a name.
1: <laughs> um, I do like um, I I I I vibe with you on on uh, fearless. Love you too. Bonjour, sabah. Um. I vibe with you on fearlessness, but here's something that I want to say about that: is that um, I feel like we are a bit misguided in a way when we say fearless, because fear, I think, is a natural, a very natural, and uh, part of human. Hu- uh, not even human, because I think even other animals like animals, feel fear. But this is the beauty of fierceness: that fierceness would will confront the fear, like feeling the fear and doing anyway, the, the, we, we strive to be fearless sometimes. I think mm. too, a bit too much like we can be afraid. Uh, I think that fear denotes our humanity. Um, and that we don't have to fear fear. You know, there's a lot of, uh,
0: that's the point.
1: And, and like, I'm unafraid. Uh, and I get, I get it. And that masculine ego is like, Yeah, I'm not afraid of you. Come on. Like, let's go. I'm not. Afraid. It's like, No, you're sh- You're shitting your pants right now, dude. I know you're afraid. Uh, but you want to be that masculine essence that steps up and is like, Yeah, yeah. I got this. Um, and so, no, like, feel your fear, but be fierce anyway. Like, you can still bring that ferocity. Cause you're like, you know what? I got, I got my claws, I got my fangs. I'm willing to meet you, you know. So, I uh, I celebrate fear. <laughs> um, I know that we love to say fearless and things like that, but I think it's natural. A lot of people right now are afraid, especially the especially the masculine side, because it's like, okay, so if we defund and if we make all these changes, what the heck is on the other side? How do we mm-hmm. still do our Protection how do we serve and protect if we defund these things you know we're we're a lot of people are afraid um, and I think that's okay when we invite the fear in we can ask the deeper questions and we can have the more empathic conversations you know so why are you afraid what do you think might happen how can we explore that and think about ways that we can ensure that things don't happen um, certain things don't happen or that if they do happen we have all of the tools necessary to need um, it, you know, so I, I totally understand the energy of being fearless. You know, there's something very sexy and Western and masculine, like, no, I'm, I'm not afraid of anything. <laughs> um, but I, I, I think that we can also take it away and celebrate great fear.
0: I have a very, I have a very different, different point on that. Because like, okay. I agree, I agree with most, most part but I think one part is very, very crucial. Number one is that I make a distinguishment between danger and Mm -hmm. fear, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't believe that fear or even anxiety has a place in the human heart because we should be bold and brave in situations. We shouldn't overthink things. However, Mm -hmm. if you're in a situation of danger, right? Mm -hmm. This classical example of facing a lion you're afraid right or you're about to fight you're go- you're about to go into war you're about to face you know your your enemy whatever that is danger mm-hmm. and out of danger you can be afraid mm-hmm. that's normal but what we mm-hmm. tend to do is to be afraid by overthinking that like what happens if etc cetera, etc cetera. and if you mm-hmm. go on this thought process that's very detrimental however if you're facing a situation where you have to overcome a certain obstacle. You might be stressed because you're facing yeah. adversity. And that adversity yeah. gives you a chance to grow and become even more fearless because you've overcome a very, very tough situation in your life. But yeah. the, the point is that you are not, like, you don't let that fear or that danger slow you down. You take it as energy, you take it as fuel to overcome it mm-hmm. and, you know, eradicate that problem right use it as a growth mechanism and that's why i like to make the distinguishment between danger and fear for me um there is fear which comes from overthinking right where everybody's afraid you know what happens if we defund the police okay let's defund the police see later right that's like you know as easy as it is um or um or The other part of fear is that which comes out of acute danger where you're faced with, you know, you either cannot pay your bills, uh, you're faced with starvation, you're faced with, um, you know, a dangerous animal in front of you, a bear, a lion, whatever, wherever you live. And out of that, you make solutions, you face your inner, uh, your inner hero, and literally create something to overcome this obstacle, this adversity in your life and you can use that danger to overcome it. The rest is unnecessary in my opinion. And Mm -hmm. um, that's like, that's literally what I built the past past few years is that, although you said it's a very masculine thing to say, I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid, but you have to show that. And that's something that I really, really understood is that I'm not afraid of anything, except it is acute danger. Mm-hmm. Right, so um yeah. wait, wait, whats not or knowledge some someone should teach you not to face a lion
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> um yeah, like although like theres there are certain practices where you're if you're like for example, in Egypt in Kemet, what they did is if a um if a ruler a king was uh, becoming old, he had to go through a certain ritual where he was left in the desert. And he had to find his way back home. If he wasn't back home within a I think within three days, uh, you know, a new king, a king was, was uh chosen or elected, no chosen. So these are like little tests which you can run to show your your, your strength. Um so I think people know that they shouldn't face a lion, but they what you're doing, by the way. Your charge of working.
1: To... Trying to plug in my charger so it doesn't the phone doesn't die <laughs> but the thing is when I put in my charger then I can't put it on my tripod anymore so now I'm trying to make a makeshift stand so I can talk hands-free. <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> okay I'll just hold it. Okay I have, I have okay to...
0: it's, it's, it's not long anyway so uh basically to sum everything up before I get lost in thought <laughs> um oh wait what what, what was what I, I want to say something very no, very
1: no need for fear um... ah yeah, yeah, yeah okay okay i got
0: it i got it so um basically this nervous feeling we have before we are in like if we're in a nervous situation or before we do something big something challenging that actually shows that you are taking things seriously right mm-hmm. for example if people are in my fast fam they're saying you know i'm a little afraid that i can't do it i'm yeah i'm afraid i've not anxiety, but i'm afraid to not accomplish things but that shows me that you are uh, taking things seriously because if you would not take things seriously you wouldn't be focused and what does fear it opens if we speak in a hormonal level you know opens up certain hormones to make us more focused to make us more performant and um that is an important factor that's why we have fear so we are more performant in certain situations and crossroad situations that's how you call it but to be over to to be in a state of overthinking and to think too much about a danger which might possibly happen which is not really present that is toxic because that slows you down and that's an important distinguishment i like to make to explain uh fear but i think your word fierce if i understood it right fits Mm -hmm. in that narrative perfectly
1: yeah yeah um and i do like what you said thank you for sharing that i do think that it's uh you just made a very valuable um contribution because so if we get into the more spiritual um side of things you know there's a lot of talk about how well there's nothing to fear there's never anything to fear Mm um of course, we can now get into bigger conversations of like, oh, I, people fear death and things like that. But if you get into the more kind of cosmic side of it and we realize that this is all a very cyclical process and that, yes, we will mm. go through the transformation of disincarnation at one point, but then we will enter into a new one and you know, we can get into that whole side. So I, I, I'm with you in terms of there not needing to be fear. Um, And now to get into the physical or anatomical side of it, I am aware that the adrenal glands are responsible for making us feel uh, what we call anxious and also I think what we call fear. And um, what people are often um, saying is that I'm feeling an adrenaline punch. Mm. Um, I'm feeling an adrenaline punch that is probably happening in response to confronting something that is unfamiliar and so what they the term that they use is fear when really it's not necessarily that we have to call it fear but it's just simply you know what I'm confronting something new or unknown um, and therefore my adrenaline is kicking up and now I'm going to call it fear when really there is nothing to fear and so it, And introduces this whole other conversation that we could have about how we don't have to talk about like this whole overcoming fear and all of this, that and the other. It's more so just understanding like, yes, you are going to have an adrenaline kick um, when you are undertaking the unknown because you're calling on parts of yourself that you don't know. And what is of greater value in that moment is to tap into your instinctual wisdom that will Mm. support guide you through this new adventure Um, I think about my cats a lot. I I had six at one point. I now have one, (laughs) Um, but uh, just watching them and their whole process. And I'm thinking if I were to talk to my cat, like his name is Wolf. (laughs) He's not a wolf, by the way, he's such a scaredy cat. But if I were to ask Wolf, like, hey, Wolf, do you feel fear? You know, Do you feel fear when you go and you're outside and you see whatever cat or you see something unknown? Are you afraid? quote, unquote. Um, Now, I don't have the answer. I don't know what he would say, but my guess.
0: Meow, probably.
1: Yeah, my guess would be no, it's not fear. But I do notice, like when my previous cat um, that recently passed, I noticed when he would get his adrenaline kick, however, he would go out and he would see an unfamiliar cat, and he would now get into his instinctual behavior. He gets close to the ground. He starts making sounds. His Mm. tail starts wagging some people will say okay he's afraid he's afraid get him out of there no it's his adrenaline is kicking up to help him tap into his instincts so that if that cat approaches he's ready you know so it's an interesting um perspective and i do value what you said about everything that you just said
0: <laughs> that's true that's true all right to so um, call to finish this uh this talk a little bit
1: yes um
0: Oh wait! Before we finish, I want to add to the cat thing because cats mm. are extremely intuitive beings. Yes. I yes. believe, I personally believe, cats are way smarter than humans, and they use oh, us. Oh,
1: so smart! Um,
0: so smart. that's that's why I believe. Just you know, but yes. um, you know what? When, whenever I whenever I meditate, for example, I really am in tune, and I'm with my grandparents who have like lots of cats, free running, roaming cats. Oh, yeah. um, they always come to me when I'm in a state of peace, right? You and too, whenever, whenever, there's, whenever I'm meditating, especially, mm-hmm. I just sit there and meditate with you. like Cats are a real reflection of who you are. And sometimes people say, you know, cats are difficult, etc., etc. But, you know, cats are mirroring, mm-hmm. um, almost mirroring what you're doing. If you're a peace, Burling. the cat will be a peace. If you're a little, you know, turmoil, then the cat will be, right? Totally. Because they are so in tune with your, let's say, auric self. So, um, yeah, definitely cats are, cats are super, super informative animals and super oh. spiritual animals. Damn and uh, now to, to finish off this, uh, this talk that we had, um, let me just summarize the, the nine, the nine, the nine, ten 10 points, because <laughs> you promised 10, we got nine and it, it became something like, uh, you know, in, in the Pirates of the Caribbean where they have the eight, nine, uh, coins or something
1: i never watched it yeah oh wow <laughs> you have watched in caribbean this is my favorite movie
0: oh yeah i have to watch I'm it. one of you those
1: in star wars i haven't seen like there's so many i'm i'm so bad at that <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't actually actually you don't have to watch it it's not it's okay. a good movie but it's not that good which is like in a point in my in my childhood where it yeah. came out so it was a big part yeah um but now retrospect isn't that good anyway <laughs> so um the the nine points are um to, to tap into your feminine is fruit and plant-based nutrition community proper and adequate rest listening creating nature so going into nature mindful speech thank you ben yes um movement or yes. more so a flow and then transformation
1: exactly
0: <laughs> flowy movement whatever that is for you <laughs> right and um
1: that's only nine
0: yeah, yeah we got nine
1: what? I promised 10 and I thought that was 10.
0: Okay. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. I like I like the 10 9. Oh, tips.
1: play. Oh my gosh, yes. How did I skip that one? No, I I like I try to be a, uh I want to be a woman of my word. <laughs> um my 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 10th. Okay, or we can call it a bonus if you if that makes you happy. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: um 9 but- 10 tips plus bonus. <laughs>
1: um so I have two bonus ones. Um one of them I, I had pre written, but then I, when I was doing my makeup, I had a, this other one. So I'll start with the one that I had pre written. And um, that one was play. Okay. And, um, you know, I don't want to dig too deep into it because, like you said, I think that we have to make room, especially as we move forward in society and in our personal lives, to not over explain and not over intellectualize things. Um, you guys know why play is important. You know yeah. uh, if we're tapping into that side of ourselves that's not cons that is not restricted that is not bound that is not um um raised with definitions and you know preconceived images on how it should be just play have fun laugh go jump um i like to you know sometimes i'll post st- a store a story of myself like on a trampoline or doing something stupid in my bathing suit or whatever just to help people just to remind people of the value of kind of breaking free you know today is juneteenth which is an important day for um african-american people black american Mm. people um that denotes the day that they were set free um and uh and you know there is that more um historical and social context to it but um something else that i could touch on is just the embodied practice of freedom what does that look like what does that feel like um and i think that that's where play comes into the conversation because are you can are can you not be free and play you know you I feel like you have to be tapping into some level some some flavor of freedom when you are in a playful state so play I
0: agree I agree
1: yes um that's one of them and then my another my extra bonus (laughs) kind of fun it's a little it's a little um whatever it is but um something that i was thinking of was platonic touch um we are we are humans we are uh, we we have parts of our brain that are very this is kind of sounds silly but like mammalian that are very <sighs> animal animal um and what i mean when i say that is that we are we still have the same needs that like even our feline friends have which is just for touch licking each, <laughs> licking each other i whoa <laughs> um i mean don't lick each other but you know what i mean like <laughs> just connecting with people in a platonic uh physically connecting with people in a platonic way i think it's something that we need to practice more mm. uh, and it can be simple things like uh you know when you're talking to someone <laughs> Wendy's like she finds that funny um when you're talking to someone like I don't mean hitting them but like uh I'm not describing them, you know touching their shoulder or if you're with a friend like and you're making a point like I had a I had a an older female friend who is now deceased she's she's so funny but she would always grab my wrist when she wanted to make a point she would grab my wrist and make her point and then she would let go and there was something so humorous about that to me. But uh, <laughs> if someone has antibodies, they can. Um, but you know, I, th- I think that we should reintroduce the beautiful, it's not necessarily an art, but just the element of platonic touch um, with your female friends, with your male friends, with everybody. Like, it's okay, relax. Um, I think it's natural for us to be touchy.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, the Western... Mm-hmm.
1: Toxic masculine will transform that and pervert it and make it into something else. I'm not talking about that. And I urge that everyone detox their minds from that. <laughs> uh, but look look at ways that we can be more interactive physically with each other in a way that is platonic and in a way that is uh, nourishing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it do- doesn't mean that I have to be all up on you and whatever, but, you know, I could like, you know, hold your shoulder when I'm making a point or I can, um, you know, there's so many things you can be creative, but I just wanted to throw that out there. I feel like that's not something that's often talked about, but I think people are starved for affection, platonic, Mm -hmm. you know, so that's what I got for you, friends.
0: Now, that was, that was a lot that we covered Mm. and um...
1: it is IJ. Yes. It's a form of communication for sure.
0: 100 percent, 100 percent. like um we, we need to stop putting systems or or limitations around the word communication communication sometimes not speaking or ignoring someone is communication oh for sure so um communication is everything and nothing the same way that god is everything and nothing so um we need to focus on on communication. I think that's the most important part. Uh, tapping into your feminine, right? Because like, I still believe that you know. Um... Okay, no, wait. Let me let me rephrase that. Um, tapping into your feminine is it like it's 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 never been as easy as now to tap into your feminine with all the information and with all the women who speak up to educate men and with all the men who are opening up now, right? For the past, let me say 2000 years, men had to be or were very, very dominant. But now there's a time for a shift where we come to an age uh, for a period where we need to get back to our feminine self to find balance between both. And Mm -hmm. the the, uh, nine plus two bonus points that you just mentioned are big, big, big parts of it. And I believe that the the one that I like the most, and I think I need to work most on is movement or not movement in in a form of a workout, but more of a flow, right? Mm -hmm. Because like coming from a very competitive environment and Mm -hmm. very, very um, let's say, not athlete, but very, you know, sporty uh, environment. Like all my movements were very structured, but I never let it flow, right? And um, that's something I definitely need to work on. Yeah. Or even the point clay, I think that's the one that I like the most, <laughs> right? Because you know, being being in this being this fear, uh, get your hips shaking and... <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So, um, <laughs> you know, that's that's something I can I can take with me. And I hope there's something for someone in this in this list and who's listening to that so thank you alfin um thank you for being here thank you for sharing your 11 tips um sorry (laughs) nine plus two um 11 tips and um yeah i hope to hear from you soon and you know i already i see you i see you in the uh in the lives commenting you know what i I highly appreciate you because you're the only person who uses the chat function right there's a (laughs) chat so that people who are not live speaking can communicate with each other yeah. you're the only one taking advantage of it
1: right <laughs> and let me tell you um like my life is changing because of it i mean i know you and i know taylor mm-hmm. and i consider you my you know my ig friends but yeah if i was in insta
0: cousins that's how i call it it's Cousins,
1: okay like i consider you guys um friends now because of that and it's simply been because of me going into the lives and sure. be, being a bit extra <laughs> um but just being um interactive and, and trying to answer questions as well and just have conversation with people so it's been really great i i recommend it to everyone yeah chat chat use it
0: <laughs> exactly all right then i wish you a happy happy day enjoy your 87 degree Fahrenheit, <sighs> and um go bake i see you around i yes. see you around thank you all such a pleasure
1: talk to you later